0: Good. Good morrow, everybody. This is The Darker Side of Midnight. I am Matt Blaze, producer board up of The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. With me for the final time. He is the associate producer of The Other Side of Midnight, telephone towel coordinator, overnight sports anchor, the runway model. Kenny's here. Yo, I'm holding back the tears right now. Oh, yeah. This is the darker side of midnight where we talk about what Frank Marano talked about earlier this morning. This morning being November 3rd, 2023. Mark the date down because it is the last and final time, the last and final day that Ken, the runway model, is working the overnight. Crazy man, absolutely. It's crazy. been quite a run. I remember <laughs> your first day that I worked with you. It was in the summer when you first got here. Well, well, you were here, right? Yeah, you had been working here at WABC. You were training what during the day?
1: Yes, day side for the first week, one to nine.
0: Right. They trained you during the day, one to nine. Then. You get on the overnight shift, and I will tell you the date was July
1: 5th. Yes.
0: And I know that because I was not here. because <laughs> I, I took off, as I do every year, that f- week of the 4th of July. And it was also happened to be the first week the other side of midnight became a nationally syndicated show. Look at that. Look at that! So I was not here your very first week. Mm-hmm. I then come back the next week. Yes, you were still learning on learning how to do things, mm-hmm. and I had to turn you into a lean, mean screening <laughs> machine, and I certainly did. Hundred percent, hundred percent, a one eighty from where you started, which is where most people start. The phone screener process. Yes. And what people don't understand when you call into WABC as a caller. Now, Frank alludes to this a lot. We talk about it all the time because you have to remember, a regular person talks on the phone a few times a day, More yeah. pe- depending on who you are, depending on where you are in your life. If you have the
1: popularity of Murano. That's right.
0: Or, you know, listen, like, you're a young guy, you're on the phone, yeah. texting, calling friends. You know, I'm know, me, I don't text or call anybody. I, I won't, <laughs> look, I'll look, I'll go a whole weekend, and the last person I talked to on the phone was, like, on Thursday, you know what I mean? Or texting. It's like, no, that's how it is. Yeah. But for a normal person, they don't get what happens when you are a phone screener at a radio station, especially on a talk radio station. Because we have we have to get these calls in quick. Number one, number two, and Frank talks about this all the time. You have we have to we ask your name, where you're calling from, what's your comment? Yep. And the comment has to be on topic. Exactly. Um, unless Frank says like anything we talked about today, kind of thing, right?
1: Right, 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 right.
0: The- so, so you came in
1: mm-hmm.
0: green. Right off the street, yeah, out of college, phone screener, and you'd answer the phone like everybody else. Um, hello, WABC, what's your name? And then, uh huh, this is what I hear. This is me on the board listening to you. Uh huh, okay, okay, yep, uh huh, all right. Um, what's your name again? <laughs> uh, wait, where are you from? Okay, what, wait, wait okay, uh huh, okay, where are you from? Uh huh. That's what I hear. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you know. Oh yeah. That's, that, that's, that's the, how it is. That's
1: the novice level of phone screen. That is
0: right. And you go. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Wait. Wait. Uh huh. All right. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Hold on i will put you on hold. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll let him know. All right. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Now, this is what I hear from Count. Yeah, Frank Morano. What's your name? Where are you calling from? No 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 I ain't got time for that. No 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 you don't want to be on there? Okay, bye, Click. That's it. Boom. <laughs> Just like that.
1: No, it's it is really true. You dude, you did mold me into no 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 no. Cut the bullshit with the people. Yep. Don't let them talk your ear off. That's right. Get the point and tell them, okay, hold on, hold on. Tell Frank, tell Rita, tell Dominic. Because they, they, they put them oh, on hold.
0: Yeah, because or a lot of a lot of callers. We'll call in and they go, do you, and you say, wait, wait, do you want to get in the air? And they'll say, no, I want you to say, oh, sorry, this is yeah, for people who yeah, want to be yeah. in
1: the air. Click. We don't deliver messages.
0: So what people don't understand as screeners when you first come in, it is not, you You cannot be your normal, polite self. <laughs> yeah. Because people are like that. Look, I was like that. When you first screen, you're not used to cutting people off. You're not used to just be like, gotcha, and then just throw them on hold real quick. Yeah. Because that's what you have to do as a screener because their other lines are ringing and you have to get those phone lines. exactly. And you don't have all day to sit there and they'll want to tell you a whole story and you got to go, no, 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 no. What's your point? Yep, the golden question. What's your point? Get to the point. No, no, it's off topic. He's not going to talk about that. We're not talking about that right now. All right, uh, you're done. Bye. Hang See up. ya. That's it. That's it. it. And I, I molded you into that. Oh, yeah. And now...
1: I got to mold the next person
0: into that. <laughs> because no, it,
1: it is true, though. It is, you see it with everybody. And one of the other big things about, like, the novice screener yeah. is you wait for them to say, like, goodbye or whatever, before right. you put them on hold. That's true. Like, you wait a little. No, no, no. You got to just put them on hold, and yep. that's it. You yep. can't wait for, like, that response. Yeah, because, like, like okay,
0: or yeah, the, the novice screener goes, okay, I'm going to put you on hold, okay? And No, no, no. Just put him on yeah, hold. Yeah. You exactly. don't have to ask their permission. No. Just be like, I got you. I'm going to put you on hold. Boom. Or just <laughs> go, all right, got gotcha, And then just
1: throw them on hold. Right.
0: I don't even say I'm going to put you on hold. All right, right. got it. Hold.
1: And, and that's then, it. And then now, now picture, because I know you'll get to ask Frank, right. but just as a precursor to that, it coincides with what Alex from Brooklyn asked is like, is that the only thing you're doing? Oh, my no, God. No, now, imagine trying to screen those calls while I'm also having to cut audio because we have to do things for yeah. the affiliate stations. Yeah. So I'm trying to cut the segments up. and Then I'm getting audio for Frank. And doing all of that at once, you have to really become a quote-unquote elite screener. you got to oh, yeah. get the calls in so that you can get the rest of your duties done.
0: Right, because we fill up the lines. There's five lines now. And once the lines are filled, you can start doing other things. But when the host takes the call and then they're done, then the line rings again. So mm-hmm. then whatever you're doing at that time, you have to stop, get the call. And again, you're in the middle sometimes of like trying to find an audio soundbite of somebody, of whatever it is they ask for. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the phone rings. you got to stop what you're doing to get the phone mm-hmm. and then go, uh-huh, okay. All right, what do you want to say? Uh, you're co- and then get it in as quick as possible to get back to what you were doing. Yes, because you don't want to lose where you are. And if you're in the middle of, where we use software to, the, that shows a wave of the audio, and you're mm-hmm. editing, and you, you get in the, you get, you get sidetracked in the middle, and you can lose your spot. It's just, it's a
1: lot at one time. Right, and that's the other component of the job. Right, is I would say that you essentially have like three ears. Oh yeah. Like you have 1 cuz you have to pay attention to the show right. that's going on on the air, 2 for the phone and then 3. You know, right. That you have to get. Yeah.
0: And I'll give the example today. I don't care. I'll, I'll say So Frank asked me a question on the yeah. air about the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Frank's yeah. talking about <laughs> words that mean more than one thing, and he says to me, what's wrong with that sentence? I didn't even know what he was talking about. <laughs> and that's when I went, He says, "Is there something?" I go, "Well, yeah, it's a little weird. I didn't know what he was I was trying to pass it off."
1: The barbecue. He goes, "What about the barbecue?" (laughs) I go, "I don't know." The whole thing. The whole
0: thing was weird. (laughs) He was like, "Are you drinking?" Now, the reason you say, "Well, is it your job to pay attention to the show?" Now, yeah, but what I was actually doing at that particular time Mm -hmm. is I was listening to some other audio. Right at that specific, at that particular time mm-hmm. and i didn't know look most of the time when frank's talking he doesn't yeah he does go to me time to time but a lot of time he doesn't right so when i think he's going to go to me then i'll be listening i wasn't expecting it so i wasn't really listening to what he was saying at that time i mean i heard his words mm-hmm. but i wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying and then you cut in and went Say the sentence one more time. And then, <laughs> and I then was he like, was like, oh. "Oh, now I know what it means."
1: And Frank was like, "Oh." Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, he knew.
1: He was like, "Oh, my blade is drinking that." <laughs> yeah, and I'm the one that wasn't. Vodka. Drinking.
0: Yeah, I was the one who didn't have Yeah, to drink.
1: which is the funniest thing about it all. Yeah.
0: So Frank is Frank was in the studio with the cup. <laughs> it's like is that the plastic cup, right?
1: No, it was like glass. Oh, it is a glass. Yeah.
0: So, like legit. So, Frank gives Ken for his going away gift a bottle of Kettle One vodka yeah. with two glasses. And Frank goes, Why don't you bust that baby open? Yeah, like, I thought he was kidding no. for a second. Oh, no. And then he's like, No, no, I'm no, serious. no. And then he's like, Well, how do you want it? Frank's Frank just like, Give me some ice. That's all I need. <laughs> so, Ken goes and pours it you know a, a normal glass yeah it looks like sort of like uh like a martini glass I guess yeah, you yeah. would say kind of it is yeah and um he gives Frank the martini glass filled with some ice and Frank is sipping it and they go to the break and Frank goes hey Kenneth how about a little refill or <laughs> I'm like what the hell and then <laughs> yeah, he goes and then I and now I'm in the control room and Ken and Frank are outside the control room. And I just hear Frank go, yeah, yeah, you can fill it up to the top. You can fill it up close to the
1: top. Yeah, like I was like, okay, (laughs) let me know when to stop. And then he goes, No, no. no, fill it all the way up. Yeah. I'm like, Frank, aren't you doing a show? Yeah, so that's why on
0: the air, look, I'm not giving away anything. On the air, he goes, I'm talking with my hands and moving the glass around, and it's
1: spilling all over the place. Yeah, because it was filled to the tippy top. Yeah, the guy's like Dean Martin on the air over here
0: drinking. Yeah, all he needed was a cigarette. Yeah. He'd be like Dino. (laughs) And a tux. Yeah, and a tux. (laughs) So, I mean, you got a bottle yesterday Mm -hmm. of Grey Goose, right? Yeah,
1: the good stuff. Yeah. Both are really good brands, so...
0: And now today, since today was the last day, we had, I would say, more calls uh, that I I was really surprised, actually, by the amount of calls that were for you, just to say, hey, good luck, where Mm -hmm. you're going, hope everything's great, you were great, you did this, right? I mean, there were a lot of
1: calls. I was was stunned, too, and like, during Dominic, where... Dominic is a very call-centric show. He likes to take a high volume of calls. Yeah. Like, Dominic likes to call us to get in there. So when people are like, no, I don't want to talk to Dominic. I just right. want to wish you well and yeah. you've done great, this and that, I was, like, shocked. I'm like, what the hell is going right. on here? And
0: and some of these people were regular callers. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like we were expecting them to even say, that they didn't want to get on the air. We thought they were calling to get on the air and at right. the same time wishing you well. And then you're like, oh, you want to talk to Dominic? They're like, no, nah, I just wanted to tell you. I was stunned. though. like, wow. Yeah, and it's something against Dominic. It was just that for whatever, whatever, they had nothing to say. Well, you yeah. know, look, they don't, not everybody comments on everything. I mean, there's a few that do, but right. they're not everybody does.
1: No, it was great,
0: man. And, so, and that's yeah. a
1: shout-out to all three of the hosts, too. I mean, Rita, Dom, and Frank all had some really nice words to say. And, you know, I, I really appreciate them. I have the utmost respect for all three of them. And it was just really cool that they did that. None of them had to do that at all. I would have no. been fine with, like, you know, oh, you know, Ken, he's been great, and thank you. But they, like, went above and beyond, like, the all three, three of them. It was yeah. awesome.
0: I, I honestly, I didn't expect it from Frank. Me neither. I, Me I neither. expected something from Rita mm-hmm. Um, because I know Rita. Uh, I didn't expect everything that Dominic said yeah. in the way that he said it. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect that. And I didn't expect it from Frank because I thought the bottle, when you got it from Rita yesterday, was mm. from everyone. I, I, I thought because me too. Frank had texted me on Thursday, no, Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. and said, Do you know what Ken drinks? And I do, I mean, I know you've told me, like, what you drink when you go out, which I couldn't remember. Yeah. So I just texted back to Frank. I don't, not not in particularly, but I'm sure a bottle of vodka will do. I and then that, does. Right. And then that night, Rita got the Grey Goose bottle. And then today, Frank got the Kettle One. Yes. I, I was like. So I was, and he gave you a whole gift bag, even though it was like a Christmas bag, yeah. which means he had no bag. No planning for this at all. He went to the <laughs> liquor store, bought this kettle one with the two glasses. It's like a pack. Yeah. Right? A big box because it's holiday season. That's a holiday kind of gift.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Right. So you, and then I guess he went home and was like, oh, Rachel probably went, you just can't. Hand him a box. She definitely said that. Oh, absolutely. And Frank was like, "Well, I don't." Know. Frank was like, "Well, I don't really have time to wrap it. Do we have some kind of bag I can I can put it in like a gift bag?" And they just looked around and found a Christmas bag. It was oh, like it was—it he- was literally a bag that you put a Christmas gift yeah. in.
1: Here's the gift. Here's the gift bag. And Camille gave me <laughs> right. Yeah. It
0: Had like a deer on it, and like a <laughs> Christmas tree, candy yeah. canes. It was like a bag for Christmas. Yeah. That he's like, it's a Christmas bag. Here's your gun, and you you pull out this bottle of of of, of a kettle one. that's in a box with the two glasses, and Frank's just like. So uh, why don't we have a drink? We have, have a toast. dude. He couldn't wait. Oh, man. he was like literally salivating. Like yeah. you remember the bug in the Looney Tunes cartoon, and you had Wiley Coyote chasing yeah. the Road Runner, and he's like salivating. That was Frank <laughs> looking at these box. That
1: was Frank. of cattle one. Like let's break this thing open and celebrate. Yeah. yeah, like like it wasn't even just like you know I got you this gift. Like I hope I hope you enjoy that and. You know, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but I hope you enjoy. No, no, it was it was that plus. Now, why don't you get us drinks? Because I really want some of that right. vodka that I just got you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, I just got you. But I want to, I want to get some of that vodka. I yeah. need to drink some of that. I need to taste that kettle one. It was almost like, you know, I'm paying for that, so I better get something out of it. Exactly. <laughs> open that up. Yeah, right open now. that up right now. And then he drank two full. Glasses. Yeah, and then
1: after. I mean, there was ice in it. Yeah, so a little diluted. But right. I don't Not. know. I don't know. At the end of the show, when Murano results to his resorts to his uh, Staten Island tales, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and when we looked in, and the way we saw, like you said, Frank's headphone with his ear like half folded, <laughs> and he's holding the glass right. like he's an aristocrat. Yeah. In the chair, <laughs> he's
0: got the glass in the air. This is where you have the picture. So Frank always wears his headphones. He doesn't put them on his head like a normal person, like we have them <laughs> on right now. Frank puts them, I'm trying to describe. Picture the the band of headphones, like we're wearing what they call cans, you know, like with mm. the big earphones over your ear, right? And it has a headband that connects the the two earphones. And people just put it on top of their head like they're wearing earmuffs. That's what most people how most people wear headphones. Yes. The way Frank wears his headphones always is that band is across his forehead. And he always has one ear on and the other ear off. And he's explained this, that he does that to protect his hearing so he doesn't end up like Curtis, who's half deaf for all all the years of being in radio. Mm -hmm. I mean, just turn the headphones down. You don't have to, you know. (laughs) But Frank's drinking. Like he said, he's waving his hands around, there's, Vodka sprang into the air, spilling all over. It hit the glass. Yeah. He hit the mic with the glass. And then, (laughs) so his headphones are the way he wears them across his forehead. But the one that he had off his ear was basically on top of his ear. And his ear was like folded over. (laughs) And I I said, I go, Ken, I go, look at his ear. Look at his ear. And it's folded (laughs) over. And he had no idea. I'm like, he doesn't even feel it. Yeah, he's you, buzzed right
1: you now. You were like, I got to take a picture.
0: Of this. Yeah, I was like, I got to get a picture. I, gotta, <laughs> I did not. So don't expect there to be any pictures. was like, I can't because he's going to see me through the glass. But it was, really was like observing an animal at the zoo. Like this drunken <laughs> Frank Marano waving a glass around. Like yeah. he's at the bar, like spots
1: to sing piano man. Something. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looked like. It's crazy. It, it was hilarious. That was the best part of the whole day. Yeah, it was. And that was at the home stretch of the show. Yeah, yeah. Frank couldn't wait <laughs> he was like, to get that bottle. Open. Like, right at the
0: very end. And he waited till the end to give you that bottle. He had it the whole time. Yeah. It's not like he said. He didn't give it to you at the beginning of the show. He didn't give it to you before the show. Which I will say. He was pretty slick. Because I never saw him carry a bag into the studio. <laughs> no, I didn't either. And because, like, last night... When Rita gave it, and it was Rita, Dominic, and Frank were all here, and we had a card, and I, we were hiding the card from you. So here's the, I had to tell you this. Mm-hmm. So every day before the show, before Dominic's show, while Rita's on, Dominic and Frank are in the same studio, and they're they're working, you know, they're prepping for the show. Yeah. So Dominic always sits on the side. I walked in there, and I start, and I, I had the card. Rita gave me the card to uh. give to Dominic to sign. Now, what I didn't realize that you were in the control room of that <laughs> studio looking through the window. So Dominic, I come in and give Dominic the card, and if you remember the other night, that one caller said it was a Gary from uh, Manhattan, or Gary from Brooklyn?
1: Yeah, yeah, Gary from Bay Ridge.
0: Yeah, yeah Gary from Bay Ridge goes, he had, had that English, British accent. He's like, Frank, can I ask you a question? why is Dominic Carter so <laughs> cantankerous? And Ken and I just started cracking up. And I go, we got to get that. I yeah. go, I got to send that to Dominic. Yeah. So I took the audio and I sent it to Dominic. So then when I see him in the studio, I'm walking in with the card for Ken. And I'm like, yeah, Dom. I'm like, you know, it's Ken. I got the card. And I'm talking to Dominic about the card. And then Dominic says to me, and I have no idea. I, I, I just was like, handed him the card. He had it on the table. And then I, I'm saying Dominic goes, "Hey, that audio that you sent to me was that the guy?" And I go, "What guy?" And he goes, "The guy that I got into it with on the air like last." I go, "No, this is a guy who called Frank." And then he goes, and I went and I said, exactly what he said. Why is Dominic Carter so cantankerous? And Dominic starts laughing, and then all of a sudden, there's a speaker in that room, and Ken's in the control room and goes. Why is Dominic so cantankerous? (laughs) And I thought, you heard me and Dominic talking. No, I never did. And you never did. You just said it. Yeah. Because I, you just said it because you saw me and Dominic in there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I said, Dominic, oh, shit. I'm like, did did he hear us? Did he see the card? And Dominic's like, I don't know. So then Dominic takes the card and puts it under, like, his tablet or something. (laughs) And then I, that's the reason I walked into you to say, like, did you hear that? And you're like, no. And then I saw that you were getting ready. You were, like, getting sports stuff together. And, yeah. And then I realized, no, no, you didn't even hear what I was saying. You didn't no, know that I, I had a card.
1: Yeah, exactly what you said. I genuinely just saw you in there with Dom, thought about it, about that guy, and then I just set it in right, there. on, on a the mic. Speaker.
0: Yeah, it came in on the speaker. And I saw
1: it, it like, scared the crap out yeah, of Dominic. because it, it
0: was fucking loud. <laughs> that's, cause that's the yeah. studio that Curtis is in. All the time, yeah. and he turns the speaker all the way up. Like I don't, you, it is blasting. And there are times, you know, Mister, I'll sleep when I'm dead, Curtis Slewa mm-hmm. After he does his show, he goes in that studio and cranks it up, and within ten minutes he's out cold. But the thing is blasting, the, uh, the WABC. Mm-hmm. It's blasting. So it was on really loud, and. When you get on the mic and said that, it was like... Because it was behind me. I was like, what the hell? Because
1: like, it was loud. <laughs> yeah, it was blaring probably. So that's
0: why I went in to talk to you to see. And then I went back to Dominic. Oh, yeah, he didn't see anything. He didn't know. It so was then a Dominic's like operation. Yeah. So then Dominic... I go, here, just keep the card. Just keep it here. And then we went and started doing Rita. And then I went over to Bob. To Bob Brown. And I told Bob. I'm like, Dominic's got the card. So then he was like, oh, okay. So then Bob went in to sign it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Frank
0: signed it. And then... I went to Dominic to get the card at the end of the show, at the end of Rita's show. I went to get the card because Rita hadn't signed it yet. Mm-hmm. So Rita had to sign it. So at the end of Rita's show, again, I'm walking into Rita and handing her the card as Dominic is about to come in because his show's going to start. And then I and Frank didn't know what to do. He's standing in the hallway. I can tell he did not want to go in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, he just wants. He doesn't. He hates that kind of stuff. Yeah, he hates it. And um, he was literally ready to turn around. And I'm like, no, 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 come, 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 because I have to go back into the control room because I still have to run the rest of the. You know, there's a commercial playing. I got to make sure stuff runs. The news starts. I got to make sure everything's still going. Yeah. So then. Once uh, Frank went in there and then Rita and they, whatever they said to you, like, I don't even know what they said because I was in the – Control room.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. They pretty much just, like, clapped it up. And yeah, yeah, I heard that. We love you so much. Thank you so much. And Frank was like, you've been adequate. You've been adequate. <laughs> yeah, that's what Frank Just, like, insisting, right. insisting <laughs> that. <laughs> they say, you, you're so great. Then Rita
0: said, you're so great. And then Frank's like, yeah, he's been adequate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, when yeah he's, that's, that's when he first started that whole adequate thing. Yeah. Was right there. <laughs> and that's what he always says Yeah.
1: It, about it, people. It was funny. Adequate. You're yeah. adequate. It was, it was, no, it was really cool. And then... Today th- it really was like I I respect that Frank like with every like segment that he did like Ask Frank this is Kenneth's last Ask yeah. Frank then denunciations the last time Kenneth did denunciations <laughs> he did 15 seconds the uh-huh. last time call in to talk to Kenneth like it was cool uh-huh. so it was cool and uh just thank you to Frank as much as we bust Frank's balls on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> on pod. and, and gun for the little things that he does <laughs> yeah his well, quirks is, and whatever—he's
0: well, a weirdo. I mean, yeah, no. He, know, he, how can we not?
1: He definitely is. But I res- i respect uh, you know what he did and yeah, I appreciate no, it, it for sure. It was, it
0: was cool. It was very nice. He did. He got pizza last night, mm-hmm. or or what? Thursday morning. Yeah, Thursday morning. Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Because uh, last night, no, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then this past show, uh, Anthony from Grimaldi sent over some pizzas. Hell yeah! And some cannolis and some tiramisu. So we had some treats. Shout out to Grimaldi's. Yeah, was, shout out to Grimaldi's awesome. and Anthony for uh, sending up some. And Frankie. Frankie uh, is Anthony's partner mm-hmm. over there at Grimaldi's. And um, so I want to ask you this. So you worked at your college radio station. Yes. Do you still want to be in radio in or some kind of broadcasting that is sort of like this medium cuz obviously radio has expanded we're doing a podcast there's streaming there's other right. avenues of than just am or fm radio do you still want to do that
1: well yeah i mean ideally when i went to school and joined the radio station and had my own show right you know the end goal was to someday like be on the air for like a sports station right. doing like sports talk or whatever have you you know like I won't mention the names, but you know the biggest right. sports stations. of course.
0: You could say The Fan. <laughs> Whatever, I mean, The Fan. Know, no one, it's or, no or, secret.
1: Or 98.7. Right, ESPN you mean, oh, Radio. Oh, you mean secret. Yeah. No secret. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, ESPN
0: Radio or The yeah. Fan or the and two th- big stations in New York.
1: Right, so that was the goal. Um, and I guess, yeah, I mean, hey, if I had an opportunity to work from one of those stations and be able to, like, somehow work my way into getting an, an on-air spot, right? definitely, but... You know, at this point, it's kind of just the I'll take what I can get as much right. experience and you know. Well, that's what it is. You know, ex- as much experience as I can get.
0: And that's what you got here. I mean, at 25, you were doing the overnight sports report, doing the sports with Bob Brown, mm-hmm.
1: um, in the
0: for the, for the in the the late evening, which at, at your age, being able just to do those one minute sports reports. Oh yeah is a huge deal.
1: No, definitely. I mean, I couldn't, you know, I can't thank, you know, Matt Meany enough, our programming director, for yeah. allowing me to do that. And even when I first started doing them, I was sending them to Chris Libertini. Right. And Libertini was giving me little critiques. He's like, "Sure, look, you, you sound great. You got the sound. And he was just critiquing Right, of course. Definitely. With everybody. I mean, 100%. And I appreciated that. And then from there, I just took it and ran with it. And... They gave me the opportunity, and it was really fun to do with Bob. So yeah, a hundred percent. It was especially with Bob
0: outside. Brown, who's like a veteran newsman.
1: Uh, as many times as he called me Kevin, Connolly, <laughs> Kevin, Kyle. I respect Bob. Forgot your, your name so much.
0: Last night was Game Six.
1: Yeah, it was the, the other World night. Series. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: The other night, the, was it was like, Game uh, Six. Game,
1: game Five, Bob.
0: Game Five. <laughs> but it
1: was fun. I was told fine. you that. You really. The one thing I mean,
0: you know, like I listen to some of the sports reports because, but I'm getting ready for Rita at that time, so I'm mm-hmm. not hearing the uh, what's going out on WABC because there's really nothing in that room because yeah. Rita's about to start. Mm-hmm. But I, said yes, and I, you know, I wish I would have like pressed you to do this more. That you should have treated those reports with Bob Brown like man. like when Bob would say something, <laughs> you'd be like, "Okay, Bob," like like very. Straight, right? Like, like, like a straight comedy, sharp, thing. like yeah, to point. right. i just yeah. be like, Well, that's nice, Bob, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Like, because Bob would say things that you're like, Yeah, I'm like, Oh, uh... like and here's Kyle Connolly with the sports. Like, well, I would Ken, just Bob. roll with it. I, <laughs> I would just
1: be like, Uh, okay, the Rangers, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I you, just rolled with it. You should have been like, I don't know who Kyle is, Bob, but I'm Ken, dude. I should've anyway, loved yeah, that. Like, something like that. That would have been. <laughs> that would have been A1 comedy right there right. I wish I would have done and we that
0: could've, I could have like wrote stuff out for when that happened so you'd have an answer every time Yeah, because Bob would fuck up your name like all the time Oh yeah, especially in the beginning when you first started because you didn't know who the hell any of us were oh yeah for at least you know a couple of months
1: and then (laughs) even the (laughs) kicker was even when he knew who I was even afterwards he still would do that (laughs) right so he should have had stuff
0: written down like we could have wrote stuff out so when you had an answer for when he (laughs) would mess up your name (laughs) Yeah, or something, but it was—it's still. We love Bob. We love Bob Brown. Oh,
1: Bob's awesome, and he's yeah. another guy that would give me like. Oh yeah, he gave you critiques too. Yeah, all the time, little tidbits, and I, you know, Bob's awesome. Like you said, veteran newsman. Yeah. He's he was great.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I mean, when you're when you're doing what we do on the air, it's very hard as you're doing it. Um. To hear yourself, you have to listen back. And I, I will tell you, and you probably are the, like this too, I hate listening back
1: to things. Oh, yeah. 100%. To I,
0: I always have. Um, I know, I feel it sometimes. When, when I think something's like really, really good, I'll listen back to it. But most of the time, I can tell you right now, most of the podcasts we have done and this episode being your final episode, this is the 120th episode. Really? That we've done, yes. This will make 120. And I can tell you, out of the 120 episodes, I have never listened to an entire episode back again.
1: I second that. Neither have I.
0: I've listened to parts of episodes. Yeah. I've listened to, like, if I wanted to hear something, a lot of the time is when I'm about to send it off. You know, I'll listen because I have to find spots for, for, uh, for, for where that we want to put the ads and things like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of actually listening, I haven't. And I have gone back and listened to podcasts we did in the beginning, going back, because we started the very first episode, the official episode started. It was on January 17th of this year. And I've gone back and listened to some of those early episodes. I even went back, and I told you this the other day, by accident, just picked. So we had done just picked an episode that we had done that was a test show. So before we even started doing the official podcast, that started on January seventeenth, when it was you, and me, and and Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had done I think, I think at least I had fifteen or sixteen test shows, like something like that. And I oh, just yeah. picked one because, like, let me hear what, it, what we sounded like when we were first doing these test shows. So I just happened to pick the show that was almost exactly a year to the day. So I listened to it right before I listened to it last week on October 28th, and it was the show that we did October twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Wow! Because I dated it, and we were talking about, oh, it's Halloween, and we're gonna play Halloween songs. And yeah. We want to get the Alex is going, oh, I get the King Diamond song and oh, Halloween yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. And I was listening; I listened a little bit to it. You know, I was like, because <laughs> sometimes, and you probably got this now that when you hear so much talk radio like we do, because obviously we work here and we were doing three shows a day at least. Mm-hmm. you forget what was said. There's no way you can remember. Oh, and I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that until I started in talk radio. And I always hear like a talk host, like somebody call up and go, oh, you were talking about this a few months ago. And they're like, yeah, I kind of remember that, depending on what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was when I started in talk after, like, a, I remember hearing something that I had done with Tommy G like a year before.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm like, oh, Yeah. I kind of remember this. Like, I didn't even remember. Yeah, I go, it's hard. And I go, man. this is kind of funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, so th- I've had the same thing now with the podcast. You think I remember every podcast no that shot.
1: we've done and what we talked about? It, it's really, it's comparative to. When we talked about, like, binge-watching a show. Right. You forget the, ep- like, episode yeah. three, season two. Oh, I don't know what you that forget. is. Yeah, I binge-watch a show, like and by the time the next
0: season comes out, I don't even remember what happened yeah. last season. You're like, I got to rewatch. Yeah, I have no idea. So that's what it's like, and people don't get it until you're in talk because you're listening and doing it so much that you forget what the, you said. Now, the listeners remember because they're paying so close attention to you. I mean, Curtis says this all the time about talk radio being the most intimate form of communication. And the reason he says Mm -hmm. that is because he's thinking about the person driving in their car, listening to talk radio. You're driving, they're on the radio, and you are focused in on exactly what they're saying. And it's only in their head, it's the two of you. That's it. It's this guy on the radio and you. And your thoughts are with what they're saying. Right. In in the same way as if they were you were having an actual conversation and you're just listening to them. That's what it's
1: like. Right. It is interesting when you think about it like that. Right. Because like you could think about like, I don't know, watching like a, a sports anchor on TV, but right. like you're at your house, you got or you're like in a bar. dog running around, like uh-huh. people are yelling in the background, whatever. You're not totally honed in. Like right. Just like you said, when what Curtis said, like when you're in the car, you're isolated to only hearing that. That's right. That's
0: why when he says that, it's the most intimate form of communication. And people go, might say, well, what about like a TikTok video? And the person's just, it's you and them. But yeah, but you're just scrolling past people. You're mm-hmm. on wherever you are. But when you're in the car, all you're doing is two things. You're focused on driving and you're listening to what is on the radio. Exactly. And that's what makes you remember it more than as a talk host when you're saying all these different things and all these different subjects and all these different topics. Yes, you will remember a lot of that information and those topics, but there's a lot of little things that you may have said that you totally don't remember. Right. So when somebody calls up and goes to Frank like, Oh, you said this about me and Frank's like, Did I? I might I don't think I you know, he doesn't really remember because there's so much content of stuff he said going around in his head
1: for many years. He doesn't remember saying that. Right. And another another example of that is just before with you and I Like, two days ago, there was some caller that said something funny, (laughs) and we wanted to snip it for, like, a drop, Yep, and neither of us can remember who the hell it was and what the hell they said. Don't remember. And that was, like, two days ago. It was two days ago. That shows you. And
0: I was like, yeah, we got to get that. We got to get that. And we were both like, yeah, we got to get that. And then we totally forgot about it, and you asked me today, what was that caller? What did they say? And I'm like, I don't know.
1: And you were like- We we don't remember. We don't know. It's gone. it's, It's just- I mean, it I can really go back and like, listen
0: to the show, but I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah. It really is like one, you know, inadvertently, one ear and out the other because Sometimes. you're listening to so much of it every day, like yeah. you said, and so many callers. Oh, yeah. It's like near impossible How to ma- remember exacts.
0: How many times have you had callers, and especially like today, there were people that were calling you, and they're like, remember I called you about blah, 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 and you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like,
1: I yeah, remember. sure. Sure, yeah, exactly. I remember that. And I now, mean, you, now
0: you cannot kind of relate. And it's not really the same thing, but it's somewhat in the same at least realm of like when people call Curtis and they'll go, hey, I talked to you two years ago at this <laughs> yeah. rally here. Remember me? And Curtis goes, how would I remember you? Like, and yeah. it's like Curtis is a little different because he meets a gazillion people all the time. Right, right. But it's sort of like in that realm of you get a lot of phone calls. Yes, we know the regulars that call, but if you only call like once a, a month – we're not going to remember you. Right, I mean, exactly. we might remember the name, but we're not going to remember exactly what you said. The callers that we remember are the ones that call every single day and they'll call every single show. <laughs> Some of them do. But yeah. those are the ones that we remember. So you would say, obviously, your time here was a great experience to give you uh, a lot of worldly work experience from now to whatever you're gonna do. I mean, you worked at the biggest radio station arguably in the world. I mean it's WABC. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. it like Curtis always says being in 38 states down to the Bermuda Triangle, the Davy Jones's locker. that is all true. I mean I've said this before at night the signal goes so far that you can hear it.
1: You talked to Davy Jones.
0: <laughs> Davy Jones's
1: locker. <laughs> no, but you're, you know, you're spot on, man. Yeah. It's it definitely, uh, I appreciate all the experience that I got here, and you know, it. I would have never thought that I'd be at a big station like this, like right. it's arguably the biggest station. Yeah, I, I mean, it, never would have thought that
0: iconic. It really is, I, and and to work with the people that you have worked with, mm-hmm. that how I mean, Curtis Slewa. Is a legend. I mean, Curtis is a New York legend, not to mention a radio legend. Right. He's a nut and he's a legend. (laughs) Yeah, a nut and a legend. And it's true. (laughs) And just think how many times. I mean, you said it the other day. The other day, Frank talked about how Curtis sent you into the into the studio to retrieve (laughs) his shoes. I'm surprised his socks weren't there with it. Grab, right. grab my socks too. Because Curtis took his shoes off in the middle of his show and put them uh. to the side. And then after his show is done, he and Dominic do their little changeover. Curtis gets up, walks out. Dominic sits down. Curtis was not in the usual studio that we were just talking about. There's you know, we have TVs that are on on the news channels, mm-hmm. and there was something on the news that Curtis wanted to watch. So right outside our control room, Curtis was in a chair with his feet up on the desk watching TV.
1: Leaning on my jacket. Oh, yeah. Your jacket was on the chair. And, and I swear I saw a rat come out of Curtis's pocket <laughs> up and, up his go to, and go into my pocket. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> he's just, just chilling. And then he actually did leave because sometimes there are times that I'll look and he's on the floor. Curtis will be sleeping on yeah, the he, he's floor literally out in the mind. other control room. He's crazy. So, like, when we say Curtis is crazy, he is. He really, I <laughs> he mean, is. that he eats, breathes, sleeps, radio, 100%. Yeah, he, he does. I mean, in a way that he walks in studio, to the station every day when he walks in, he has got the app on. He has the station playing on his phone as he's walking in. So you know how he does the hit with Sid at 705? He knows what Sid talked about because he's listening the entire time. Oh, yeah. And he listens to a lot of all the other shows because he'll send me emails like, oh, so-and-so said this. Can you get me that? All the time. He sends emails. He'll send little things. He'll send us articles. Mm-hmm. Frank would like this And it's usually about Like when that cheese shop closed. He's like This is right up my yeah. rattles alley and It's all digs at, at Frank Yeah it's always digs He actually sends us Emails that are digs At Frank
1: Yeah all the time All right.
0: the time That's the other Behind the scenes thing That people don't know about mm-hmm. That he does Stuff like that But you got to work <laughs> With Curtis Yeah, You got to work With Rita Cosby mm-hmm. As her intro says Emmy award winning Journalist
1: <laughs> yeah, Dominic
0: Carter A legend in New York City, another legend. For sure. And then there's Frank Marano. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, you know.
0: Yeah you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, Frank Marano.
1: There's Frankie There's Batch.
0: a legend in his own mind right now. <laughs> Definitely. Right, right now. We'll see. We'll see where he goes. Maybe he'll... Maybe yeah, he'll, maybe, he'll, maybe he's got a future in talk yeah, radio.
1: Maybe he'll start a new political campaign.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. He always says, eh, I want to run for office, but eh, eh, and then I couldn't be on the radio anymore. And yeah. Nah, nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Or he'll do like Curtis, like maybe when he gets older he'll run for some councilman or whatever.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll have like a cheese beret or something. Well, look,
0: if Curtis runs <laughs> again, which he wear, he'll wear yeah, a cheese, cheese beret. Well, yeah, yeah he's going to wear like 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 they do in uh, Green Bay. He'll yeah, wear a big cheese, the head. cheese head. Big cheese head. But yeah, uh look, if Curtis runs again for the mayor, which he said he is, that's that's no secret. Mm-hmm. Um Frank will be a big part of that campaign. Not oh, to yeah. say that's going to take away from the radio show because I don't think it did the first time. I mean, I wasn't here for that. I, I got here toward the end of it. So, but I know he was involved. But anyway, mm-hmm. so your time here was a great experience, a good learning experience. I wish I would have had that experience at your age, right? 100%. Um, but I'm here now.
1: So, hey, man, I learned, <laughs> I learned a lot from you too, man. Especially with like the podcast and yeah, you and you being a a host on another station at one time or another—that is true—and you just have that knack for sure, and it's it's like a born talent to talk. Yeah, and you and you show me the ropes with like the board too, the board. Yeah, and the phones, the phones,
0: the board. Doing this, I mean, that's why we did those test shows. Yeah, in the beginning was really. Because I wanted to make sure that you guys, it was you and Alex at the time to mm-hmm. make sure you can talk. Right. And yeah. contribute and be able to say things. Cause a lot of times people don't can't talk. Yeah. On the microphone. And we've seen it. Oh we've we, seen it like
1: on our own podcast.
0: We've seen it on the podcast. I've seen it a gazillion times when guests come in. Oh, yeah. And they don't they, they don't say anything or they're back here, away from the mic, and i got to turn the (laughs) level up. Or And I'm always like, Frank, just tell them to move closer.
1: Yeah, it's so simple.
0: uh, Yeah, because a lot of times, sometimes they don't want to wear headphones because they don't like it. Mm -hmm. People are, I will say this, and this is true, and I'm sure you experience this, people are not used to hearing their own voice in the headphones. Yeah. So the first time, the first few times you hear that, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever likes the way they sound. No. Because then you think, like, I'm hearing what everyone else is hearing. And right. you're like, I don't like that. I sound like an idiot. Or I exactly. sound horrible. Or my voice sounds weird or it's whatever cause, it is.
1: It's because you hear your voice... All the time, every right. single day, you hear it, every single second. Well, you hear it like in That you're diff- talking, you hear your own voice, so... Yeah, but you hear it in a different way. Right, when your you... perception
0: of it is skewed. Right, so when you hear it coming back through a, a recorder, mm-hmm. it sounds weird. Yeah. And when you hear it in the headphones, it sounds weird. You're not used to that. Yeah. So people don't like to wear headphones, and they don't have anything to say. And I could sit here and talk for four hours...
1: Oh, yeah. About I anything.
0: You know, just, yeah. Just, I, I've said this before. <laughs> Give me a topic, Ken, right now. I'll just talk about it. I mean, that's, it. that's what it's all about. And it's that engaging, entertaining. entertaining. So I think you are s- still on that path up. Where mm-hmm. you, you're going to a, a different position. Right. Um, you're moving on. But it doesn't mean that the experience you have here will go away. Not at all. And you could still look, if you wanted to do your own podcast or yeah, whatever, yeah. You, you have the ability to do that. It's not like it was even, say, 20 years ago mm-hmm. when there was no such thing as podcast. Either you were on the radio or you were not, there was no right. other outlets. And now there are plenty of outlets, mm-hmm. and I've always said this, and I always heard a lot of the old-timers in radio uh, kind of poo-poo podcasts, like, oh, that's shit, right. That's they're not professionals, blah, blah, blah. But the fact of the matter is, we're in a new world. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And you could look at people that were not professional radio people, right. and
1: they're making... A lot of money doing a podcast. Oh yeah, a lot of money. Bro, Joe Rogan's deal was like a million, multi-million Joe Rogan dollar deal.
0: Was an actor. He was a comedian. He was a yeah. show, a, a TV show host, Fear yep. Factor. That's mm-hmm. how I knew him. I didn't even know when he was on that news radio. Yeah, me neither. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know he's a comedian. I knew him as this guy who was the host of Fear Factor, and then he would be a commentator. For UFC. That's all I knew about the guy. Mm-hmm. I had no clue that he was actually a comedian. And I gotta be honest, I don't find him that funny.
1: Yeah, I I mean I've never seen his stand up. I did. I could barely, I could, couldn't even get through it. Oh I, really? To me. Cause I, I know cause I listened to his pod a lot and right. like he talks about it was called the Comedy Club, I think in LA. Right. And he was there with like all the top yeah. comics. He at knows everyone, right. He
0: knows everyone because yeah.
1: he was a comedian. But I've never seen a stand up, so I can't say if he's funny or not. I
0: started watching, I think he has a Netflix, maybe one or two. I don't know. All I know is I started watching him because i mm-hmm. like, let me see Joe Rogan. And I watch it and I go, I'm not I'm this is not funny to me. It's just not he's just not I didn't find him a funny guy. Now I've watched his podcast and I've listened to it and he's he knows how to do a show. Oh, definitely. He knows how to interview a guest. Yeah. Because it's really no nonsense. There's no guy. There's no limits. There's no nothing. Yeah. So he can just do and say whatever he wants. It's really Talk cool. about everything and anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. So I have watched and listened. And he, he does a great podcast. And obviously the guy's making like $100 million. Yeah. Whatever it is. He has all these listeners that deal with Spotify. Mm. So there are other avenues that you could take that are not radio, like you have to be on the radio yeah. Uh, if you want. And I've always said this, and the, my whole point about bringing this up was that the cream always rises to the top. Because I have seen people, they're like, yeah, we're going to do a podcast. And they sit around a tape recorder, and they don't know what the fuck to say. Right. they just go, like, oh, yeah, well, that was cool. And they just start, like, talking, like, and they really don't want to talk or they're not talking, and they just think they're going to hang out and they're listening to, like, these talk shows that are ensembles and mm-hmm. that are four or five people, and they have a conversation, and they think that's what they're going to be. Right. Well, and, and then they have nothing to say to each other.
1: Right. Well, exactly, and people, that's the thing. A lot of people downplay it. Right. They look at that, they're like, ah, oh, there's four of them, three of them. It's easy. They're just talking to each other. Right? Yeah, until they try but, to do it. Right. It's really not that easy. And then they
0: can't do it, and then they give up after after an episode or two because yeah. they have nothing
1: to say. Yeah. They don't
0: understand what, there is some preparation mm-hmm. that has to go into a sh- You have to have something to talk about. Yeah. You, there's got to be some sort of a topic. Like, this podcast mm-hmm. is the Darker Side of Midnight. It is based off of the other side of Midnight with Frank Marano. Right. Right? We don't just... I don't just grab topics out of nowhere. Now, I could do that. I could do a show. Mm-hmm. But... The premise of this podcast was always to talk about what Frank talked about. Mm-hmm. That was the premise.
1: It's essentially like an improv podcast because we're not right. scripting this off. No, we're, no, no. We're not. We don't have a rundown.
0: We don't script Nothing anything. Like that. We we talk about show prep. The show, the prep that we do is when Frank is talking on the air. We write down stuff. Mm-hmm. or i write down oh we're, we're gonna talk about that on the podcast or something he says that we think is goofy
1: right, we'll write it just, down exactly it's just like a one line
0: right or the topic we'll go yeah we can talk about that topic because we don't talk about every topic mm-hmm. like hey, that's a topic we could talk about and then from that that's it it's only like three four five sometimes let's say i wrote down six lines we'll usually get to three of those oh yeah And we cook through time. We 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 talk about the topics. We'll change it off into something else, and it happens (laughs) organically. It's not like forced,
1: right? So
0: when I say like, oh, I could just talk, talk on and on and on and on, it's not like we're just talking for the sake of talking, right? If I feel like it's done and we've been talked out of the topic, then we just move on to another topic, and we just keep doing that. And that's what it is to be a host. And people that don't know that have no idea what that is. They don't realize that we we that's what we do. They yeah. don't realize that, oh, you have to actually have some topic to talk about. yeah, it's not like you can just turn the mics on and be like, hey, man, what's up? Hey, what's up? what you doing? Hey, you know I'm hanging out and oh, then it's cool. it's over. <laughs> yeah, like like that's just garbage. You well, gotta have something. That's why you know, obviously podcasts, You have a podcast about football. You got a podcast about this, a podcast Mm -hmm. about that. You could have a mixed bowl, a potpourri of
1: different things, but you still got to look stuff up and figure out what you're going to do. Right. Well, that's why I said, Matty Blaze, you know, I learned a lot from you, and you have been like a mentor to me, for real. I mean, the last year and a half— you and I have been behind the glass, side by side, for a year and a half. Man.
0: That is true. We, a year and a half. A hundred percent, and and I will say this, I, I molded you. <laughs> I, I didn't know. At first, I thought you were a little stunard. I didn't know if you were going to get it, <laughs> and then you did, and then you were roaring away, yeah, and, answering those phones, man, and putting people in their place, Yeah, hanging up. <laughs> Getting goofy with the callers Oh yeah Doing your little accents I'm like what the hell yeah, I just, just look over like What the hell I'd are you just, saying i just be screwing with them Yes yeah, Messing with people
1: Like oh this is the Frank Marano show And I'm like What the hell Yeah I'm looking over you A lot know? of people be laughing Some would be like What the hell's wrong with you
0: Yeah you'd be like What do you got going on Was it a party happening Were you at a Bon Jovi concert <laughs> i get that phone off what, yeah. what do you got The TV running What are you watching Terminator <laughs> I just hear you saying
1: stuff Doing things like, to the caller Whatever's blaring I just make up Something off the cuff <laughs> Right And that was
0: I thought I was I'm listening to this
1: Yeah And
0: at the time I'm like Alright get him in already you Yeah know? yeah Cause sometimes I'm just like Alright enough I, I, Get him in Yeah the, sometimes we got The get two in. other lines are ringing Stop <laughs> with this And then yeah. you go Come on He just like it Alright come on Come on Alright It got five seconds Four Three <laughs> Two One That's it You're done, You're done. Click Boom <laughs> That's it and now I need to bolt another call screener yeah, man. to do that exact same thing. But going forward, um, next week, I guess, if whoever listens to this by Monday, mm-hmm. I will be back on the phones for the time being.
1: Right. I don't know
0: how long we're going to do, but I know we have Tony here. Frank brought Tony on the air when he first started. Yeah. Tony is going to take my position. At the main board, and then I will be doing a lot more. We've never, I've never acknowledged this, but I am the executive producer of the overnight. I always say I'm just the producer in the board up, blah, blah, blah. I'm not one of those, I need the accolades. I'm not really (laughs) accolades. Yeah, that's just whatever. I'm the executive producer of the overnight, Rita, Dominic, Frank. Um, So, in the time being, I will be on the phones and doing everything. That you did uh, before. Definitely, uh, I'm going to be doing it all. Mm-hmm. Somebody new has to come in, and we got to train them. And yeah. there's a process. It's even if you've worked in radio. It's still a process where you when you go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I will do that, but it was my pleasure to be your mentor.
1: Definitely, man. Thank um, it
0: never felt like that because you know I don't feel or act or seem to. Oh be yeah, no, my not at age. all. Nobody no, that.
1: I mean, and it's not. And another thing, it's not like you were like one of those like boss figures, like nah. you do this, do that, like you know, like never. we just gelled together and we made yep. it happen. One hundred percent. That was it. Well, listen, we we grew up. Well, I grew up in
0: Rockland County. You grew up in Westchester.
1: Yeah, right near you. You know,
0: we're, we're quote-unquote New Yorkers. Yeah. Even though now I live in New Jersey and I'm no longer a Benny. but <laughs> right. But uh, I am always going to be a New Yorker. New York oh, will definitely. always be my hometown. So we kind of come from that same area mm. and have that same sense of humor. It's sort of like yeah. when you meet somebody – in like Florida. You're, like, You're from New York. Yeah, I'm from New York. Where are you from? Oh yeah, I know that. And you kinda gel. Yeah. So we gelled like that. Oh yeah. Um, having like similar kinds of backgrounds mm-hmm. in that way. Uh, so it just worked out and um, I'm happy that you're moving on and, you. and doing bigger things. I'm sad to see you go mm-hmm. at the same time. You know what they say? It's like it's bittersweet, but it's sort of like the butterfly has to fly. <laughs> right, you know, kind of, kind of, You're a caterpillar that turned into a, a butterfly that I helped blossom. Yeah. So you have any final words? I'll let you say the last words.
1: The final words, I want to thank all the people that called in and busted my balls for a year and a half. Um, at the end of the day, I love all of you, well, most of you, and uh, I love <laughs> all the hosts that I work with, and like I said, Matt Blaze, you are a star.
0: And uh, You know, we never talked about Brandon's question. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, real quick, we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Brandon's question yeah. to, to you was, I forgot.
1: Brandon's question was, <laughs> I forgot what's the funniest thing that Frank oh, yeah. has said? The funniest
0: thing that Frank has said to you or did yeah. in your presence.
1: So... In my opinion, in terms of jokes, Frank, keep your day job. Um, So I didn't really find any of his jokes funny. Like anything that Frank teed up to be like a joke or like tried to make into a joke wasn't really funny. Yeah. The thing that was funny, though, was Frank's reaction, to me at least, to callers that were run on callers that would just talk and talk and talk. (laughs) And Frank would go, oh, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it was the way he would say that and just cut them off. It was just right. hilarious because he'd
0: let them talk and talk and talk and talk, <laughs> and talk 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 because he always knew they were not going to stop talking, and yeah. he just let them go, 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 and then finally he'd just go, all right,
1: all right, all right, all right, all right,
0: and he just cut them off. That,
1: he'd be like, "Thank you, Rocco. Yeah. Thank
0: you." But whenever you try to do like a joke, like like the other day. Yeah. And people didn't get this. Even oh, Tony gosh. didn't get this. Yeah. So Frank's like, yeah, like that movie that Tom Hanks was in, what was it called when he wanted to be uh, older, he wanted to be big, and I forget the name of that movie. <laughs> and then people were calling you going, the movie's big! The movie's big! Yeah, it's Even like... Tony came into the room and he was like, He's talking about the movie Big. And we're like, yeah, no, he's making a joke. Yeah. Which, and Tony just looked at us and shook
1: his head and walked out. I think Tony, like, Tony did say, keep his day
0: job, Yeah, because we're like, this is the dumbest joke ever. It was, it was bad. Well, what's that? Like, when he says, uh, yeah, there was um, uh the the four Beatles there was John oh, yeah. Paul and uh, I don't know the guy did some big things or like yeah there was a guy remember that group the Jackson Five and the lead singer I forget his name I think he did a few things yeah like, like he'll cheesy always, yeah he'll always do that cheesy <laughs> kind
1: of humor yeah. that's just
0: stupid We're like it's not funny no it's not it's just dopey but that's
1: Frank Marano. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it was more so the things that he didn't intend to be funny that I found funny. Exactly. So, and yeah. I will
0: still find funny. All
1: right. We'll end it like we always do. Keep your pets. Wait, what is it? I forgot. It. Ah, you, come on. You are it up. every day. Get, get your, 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 your influence counts. Have your pets. Bait or neutered.